Hey, onesies, Josh Williams here, and thanks for checking out this week's episode of the One Man Podcast. It's always free and available on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play Music, and many more, as well as on the web at onemanpodcast.com. So please, whatever platform you're listening on, like and subscribe. Uh, While you're at it, give it a rating, leave a review. Why? Because it helps the podcast, and I'd really appreciate it. How about that? What about social media? Search One Man Podcast on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube to keep up with what's going on there. Get a little extra content for yourself. And finally, to get in touch, please send your emails to contact at onemanpodcast.com. You send it, I read it on the podcast, that's the deal. Thanks for listening, guys, and I hope you enjoy this week's episode. I'm K. Trevor Wilson from TV's Letterkenny, and you're listening to the One Man Podcast. Yeah! It's Josh Williams, and welcome to the One Man Podcast, episode number 122 for Wednesday, September 11th, 2019. Woohoo! 9-11, 9-11. Never forget. Um, yeah. Boy, uh, I had a hell of a week, guys. I had one hell of a week. How about you? How was your week, onesies? Did you guys have a good time? Did you live your, uh, your best lives? Did you live your truth? All those fun things people say. I... I'm on day two of not really doing much. I mean, yes, stuff, but not having to actually be anywhere. Uh, this last week, I was day after day after day after day doing uh, brand ambassador work. And I am uh, I was unapologetically uh, lazy yesterday. I still went out and did stuff. I still did groceries. I still picked up things. I ran errands. It's just that like when you don't have to be somewhere, you know what I mean? When you don't have to get up and go, 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 go you kind of okay. I mean, I don't know. I, I just felt like, yeah, I didn't accomplish a whole hell of a lot, but I was totally happy to not have to be anywhere yesterday. I'm recording this on Tuesday as always, uh, a little later in the day than I wanted to, but again, I'm moving kind of slow. Cause I put in a lot of hard work last week. I did a bunch of brand ambassador work. I was in three different cities doing said work and I'll tell you guys all about it. And, uh, what else? I got some fun little, you know, I guess at least fun little stories and, and things that happen. So um, I'll share them with you now. I also have, uh, some prizes, prizes, prize. I don't know. It depends on how close you are to me and, uh, you know, how involved you get here in this, in this little podcast of mine. I am slurping down, uh, an energy drink right now. I don't have my aligners in. Mmm. And I am jazz, man. I don't really drink energy drinks. I kind of look at them like they're, you know, poison, but, but I got a bunch of free ones. So. My fridge is stocked. My heart is going to explode full steam ahead, guys. Jeez. <coughs> Excuse me. Let me see if I can pause this thing. I don't want you to have to listen to this. Wah. Coughing myself sick there. I'm at the tail end of the allergy season. And uh, and those pollinated plants, let me tell you, they are doing their last hurrah to get all their uh, their pollen. It's a big pollen bukkake system out there right now. Um, I remember I got home really late on Sunday night, <clears throat> excuse me, or early Monday morning, however you choose to look at it. And, uh, I was maybe outside the car for like two minutes, not even before I was sneezing like crazy, like, uh, the ragweed. It's funny when I was talking to my, my allergist a while back, he was telling me that like the, the ragweed is only really bad in like everything. I think they said from like the edge of Ontario all the way to like Montreal, and then that's it. I'm like, great. So like basically the only place where there's, you know, industry, if I move the, you know, Manitoba or Saskatchewan, you know, or out in the East, I'm like, yeah, I can, I can do that. Not to mention, you know, Hey, I love my East coast, my East coast onesies, but in terms of the comedy scene, you know, it's, uh, it's kind of hard to be a, a comedy careerian, <laughs> uh, professional out in that area. So it's like, I can stay here and be a comic and just absolutely suffer through August and September, or I can be happy and die alone and not known. I'm just joking. <clears throat> Jesus. But yeah, the allergies are affecting me in so many different ways. So I'm back on allergy meds. I didn't, I, I had a couple, couple, couple minute little sneezes while I was in Montreal during the weekend. And I'm like, oh, is, is it just, is it just getting cold and it's the end of the season? And then as soon as I got back to Ottawa and stepped out of the car, I was like, oh, nope, it's, uh, it is still full and stretched. It's just right at the edge of Montreal. <clears throat> Excuse me. Anyways. So let's just get into some of my stupid stories. All right. First things first. Um, last week, I think I got everything kicked off. I was at Queens University in Kingston. I had to get up 
the crack of dawn, <clears throat> excuse me, I was getting up the crack of dawn for like three days straight, which maybe some of you can do, but when you're not used to getting up that early, uh, it hurts. It's rough. And especially when you're, you know, showing up and, and the second you get there, you're doing heavy lifting and setups and, and stuff like that. You know, it'll, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, it'll, uh, it'll wear you out, especially when you're a big fat fuck like me, you know, rounding, uh, rounding the third base towards 40. So I got up early in the morning on, uh, on Wednesday and I, I packed some shit up and then I hit the road to drive two hours to Kingston from my home in Ottawa. And, uh, you know, everything was fine. The drive was good. But as soon as I got there, um, number one, I'm headed to a university. I don't know how often you guys find yourself at universities. I'm not there very often. I do go occasionally for shows. So it's not like I'm never at universities. <clears throat> I feel like some adults, it's like, you know, once they graduate, they're like, wow, what the fuck would I ever go back to a university? What's the, why would I be there? And, you know, unless you're going there with your kids or something, but universities are a giant pain in the ass because when you're talking to the people there that run them, they talk to you like, you know, the name of every single building or, you know, the building numbers or letters or anything like that. So they're just like, oh yeah, you show up at C building. There's a parking lot across from the John center. It's like, all right, can you tell me what street to you know, cause like you, you type in a lot of this stuff into like Google maps and you could type in like Queens university or Ottawa university, but they're giant campuses. And a lot of them are not just like one big campus and that's it. Like a front gate and you just drive through. It's like several blocks with side streets and different parking lots and things like that. So <clears throat> if you park, if you type in the name of a university into Google maps, or at least the ones I've been to, it's just, it'll just drop a pin in the middle of these giant campuses and doesn't really get you closer to where you're trying to go necessarily. So <clears throat> I get to Kingston, I'm looking for this free quote unquote parking lot that they were telling us about. And sure enough, the, the one that was there, um, I didn't find the one they were talking about because that didn't exist. Uh, eventually, uh, I give, uh, the, the girls a call saying, Hey, you know, what street is this on? Cause the street they told us was incorrect. Like I said, there's no parking lot there. And she's like, Oh, it's a, uh, Oh, you just park underground. You go back this street and there's an underground parking. I'm like, ah, oh, okay, perfect. I drive back to the underground parking. <clears throat> drive underneath, find a parking spot. There's no signs up or anything. And I'm looking for the pay and display. It said pay and display outside. I go, where's the pay and display? Finally find someone. I go, Hey, where's the machine where I paid? She's like, Oh, I don't, I don't know. I get my pass monthly. And I go, and I go, Oh, monthly. I go, is this a, like, is this only for people with passes down here? She goes, yeah. And I go, okay. Thinking in my head, like, why the fuck didn't you say that? When I ask you, where's the machine to pay? You don't go, oh, I don't know. If you already know it's all prepaid passes, fucking be like, oh, no, this is all for people who paid in advance. So I drive out. And of course, when I go to leave, I can't fucking get out because I don't have a pass. Do you know what I mean? For some reason, it lets you in. It let me in without a pass, but it wouldn't let me out. So I'm hitting the call button on the thing. Nobody answers for like three minutes. There's cars behind me honking. I'm going, I can't fucking lift the thing myself, guys. Ah, it was a fucking nightmare. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm complaining. Yeah. This is the Josh complains about shit podcast. I'm telling you guys, I had a great weekend and I'm going to get to that. I'm just telling you some of the most frustrating shit. And if any of you people are listening, you could be part of the solution, not part of the problem. That's all I'm trying to say. All right. Is I get to this place. I'm finally, I pull out of the, the, I finally get the thing opened. I leave, pull into the lot next to me, <clears throat> excuse me. And it's the lot next to me, the outside, it's a pay and display lot. So um, what is it? I get, I get, uh, this is, this is all me trying to be there on time for 8am. So I'm getting all this shit done and trying to get out and all this time just piling away, burning away. And I finally go to pay at the thing and my card, my, um, my MasterCard, I guess there's a, there's a scratch or something on the back and the machine can't read my fucking MasterCard. So I pull up my other card that I prefer not use for something like that. Anyways, I pull my other card. It's working and I'm just trying to rack up time because I'm there all day, right? I'm supposed to be there until four o'clock. I'm racking up the time, racking up the time. It gets up to 60 bucks for the day. And I'm like, this has got to be bullshit. There's no fucking way. It's, it's $60 to park for the entire day in Kingston of all places. So pull my card out. I see there's an app. I try to pay through the app. The app lets me pay. And I think it was uh, 22 bucks for the whole day. If I had paid through the machine with my card, it would have cost me 60 bucks, but for the, through the app, 22 bucks the day makes no sense. But after half an hour of fucking around, my car is now parked safe. <clears throat> and I'm like, I'm like a minute behind to, to get where I'm supposed to be, which is just a few blocks away. <clears throat> Excuse me. Then they sent us a, a text saying, Oh, sorry, we were wrong about the start time. We're actually starting at 10. 
And I'm like, okay, so let me, let me tell you guys a little story again. I talk about doing BBA work and you know what? It's the best kind of work I could possibly do with stand up. I got a lot of great experiences. Again, lots of cool stories coming up. <clears throat> but it's sporadic work, okay, which isn't the best. It's, it's, it works with my schedule, but still, you know, kind of like, ah, it'd be nice to see the calendar full for six months straight, right? Like you guys will go to your, your work Monday to Friday, nine to five, whatever it is. It's nice to know that next week you're going to be at work and the week after that you're going to be at work. And if you don't fuck your secretary or, <clears throat> you know, blow your coworker, um, you know, or steal stuff. It's not just like sexual acts that'll fucking <laughs> get you fired. But as long as you keep showing up and being a good bitch, you know that uh, you got a job to go to. You can look at your calendar six months from now. I'm going to be at that job. Well, I don't have that. I don't have that with comedy and I don't have that with uh, this stuff. You got to keep booking things and booking things and booking things, you know. Um, but one of the things that's important or at least cool with with this kind of work is you can look at the the schedule, see what the hours that you're booked for and know, hey, I'm making this much money for that, you know, that much time that day. And especially when I'm leaving the city, right? I don't get paid for my travel time necessarily. Some, some gigs, when they ask me to do it, they do. But, you know, if I'm looking for a gig and there's nothing in Ottawa, I'll, I'll look and see what Kingston and Montreal have going on. That was the case with this last week. So there was a 12-hour gig at Queens, 8 a.m. till 8 p.m. I go, great, decent pay per hour. You know, so I'm like, absolutely, I will do that. I will suck up the $50 in gas to take me to and there. And I will even drive, you know, at 530 in the morning to be there for eight. And I will, you know, when it's done at eight, I'll, I'll show up around 1030 at night, you know, put my head in the pillow, but at least they made that much money for the day. You know what I mean? It's worth it to me. I will pay that, that travel and those extra hours of time to make that day's paycheck. Well, the night before we got, uh, we got, you know, we did our training call and that's when we found that it wasn't going until 8 PM. It was going till four. And I'm like, okay, well, you know, with, with four hours shorter, that's a big difference in the pay, but I go, it's still worth my while, but it's not as cushy a gig as I, as it once was. And then we get there and it's like, yeah, it's actually, we're not starting at 8 AM. We're starting at 10. I'm like, well, that's now a 12 hour day cut in half. So I said, no, I was here at eight o'clock this morning. I'm sorry that it didn't happen, but I'm, I'm, I'm charging you from 8 AM. You know, and if you had told me yesterday that it was from 10 to, to four, I would have said, I'm out, find somebody else. Anyways, again, it's not to complain. It's just to give you an idea of kind of like the stuff that I'm doing. What, what, you know, I do all the fun shit, but at the same time, there are a few headaches here and there that, uh, that make the job a little more difficult. Having said that they tell us, all right, now we're starting at 10. So I'm looking around for a bathroom and try to get my, you know, my game face on or whatever. Um, because the company's not paying me to say it, I'm not going to tell you who I was working for at Queens, but let's just say it's a really big online retailer. Um, if you were like, Hey, I want to order this and hoping that I can have it, you know, at my house within a day or two, you might go to this website and, uh, and order it there. So I was, uh, yeah, I was repping them and my partner was very cool. It was like one of her first times working for, uh, for my company. She was cool. And then this same company that we were working for had two people who work on site, uh, for this company. She, they work, they work year or at least during seasons, uh, for this company at the, the university. So they're like the kind of like the go-tos at the university for this company. Whereas we're, you know, marketers for that day. So fun day in terms of like getting stuff set up. We had these games, we had prizes that we were giving away. Um, <clears throat> The, the, the people that we were working with were not particularly, the ones who were sort of stationed there weren't particularly engaging. You could tell they're more of like a rep for this one company. And just when people have questions versus myself and my, my colleague who are BAs, like we're used to whatever it is, you go out, you be engaging, you talk, people get everyone excited, have fun, whatever. So the day was a little long in that regard. Um, it was great being on campus. All right. Kamar was very excited for me. Uh, I think he was up early in the morning. Kamar always gets up early, uh, for his job. And, uh, he was like, yeah, you're going to fucking college or whatever. You're going to see, you see the bitches, man, day full of pussy, whatever he's saying is ridiculous, but he was true. He was right. I mean, obviously. And of course, you know that you're going to a, to a college. It's just so funny. Like, um, I'm not going to lie. Tons of beautiful women everywhere. But I have to say, and I have to say, and I, you know what, onesies, you've listened to me talk enough. I hope, I hope you believe me when I say that uh, beauty is, you're done with it so fucking fast, at least for me. You know, I could see a girl who's good looking, but within two seconds, my brain is going, yeah, but what has she got to say? 
You know what I mean? And I'll tell you this, like I saw lots of women that day, absolutely gorgeous. And, the, and you know, they're just walking by in groups, talking to each other. And the second you hear anything coming out of their mouth, you're like, oh my God, I could not be around you. You know, I, I mean, like, and it's not even like they're saying things that I don't agree with where it's like, you know, they're walking by, they're like, you know what? I think that Canada should have a two-tiered healthcare system. You know, it's not like they just have like a, a different political stance than me on a subject. It's like, they're just like, yo guy, seriously, bro, dude. And I'm like, okay, you would lose me like, yo guy, a chick saying yo guy, anybody saying yo guy, I'm already done with you. But a girl like, yo guy, we got to go fucking check out that's fire. I'm like, I, I can't, I can't. I'm sorry, I don't care how good looking you are. Like, you immediately become unattractive to me. First off, if you're walking down the street and your mouth is open to begin with, you're breathing, your mouth breather, I'm sorry, you're done. I'm a guy, I will look at a woman in the mouth right away because I like nice teeth. Crystal had phenomenal teeth. Uh, love that smile. I love women with beautiful teeth. And, uh, and I swear to God, like, bad teeth is a deal breaker for me. You know, and you guys are sitting there like, Josh, you fat fuck. How are you sitting around and judging other people on their looks and their merits? Well, it's my opinions on my podcast and I have a microphone and an internet subscription. So yeah, my stupid fat <laughs> attractive opinions are being broadcast to the universe. So you could put on a different podcast or you could sit there and fucking get on board with my opinionated ass, right? We're all hypocrites for Christ's sakes in some regards. So my point is, is yes, college women, seeing them very beautiful ladies all day, every day, but you know, as an adult, listen to them. You know, when you're young, when you're that age, you don't fucking know what, you know, you don't, you don't, you don't know that these people are saying the most ridiculous things. Cause first off, you're not even listening to them. You're just staring at their tits or whatever it is at that young age. You're not paying attention. Right. And they're also, they're, they're just as smart as you are at that point. So you're like, hey, yo guys, right. Yo bro, dude, let's do it. That's fire. Yeah, I absolutely agree. Bethany. Right. It's like, it's dumb, but then you're an adult and you're like, oh, I got shit to do. And you know, blah, 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 blah. And then you just listen to someone talk and you go, Wow. Whatever you just said, I'm having a hard time making up something so stupid I couldn't give a fuck about. You know what I mean? It's never happened. You try to give an example. You're like, I, I can't, you got, I got to hear it to know it. But just some of the things coming out of people's mouths, like, yo, did you see fucking Tyler's shoes? That guy's a fucking idiot. I'm like, that's what's on your mind right now. Not the bills you got to pay or what am I doing with my life or anything like that? Huh? Why don't you have constant anxieties? Maybe I'm just mad because they're happy. I don't give a fuck. Uh, someday some real shit's going to happen to that person, you know, maybe that's how you can, you can tell entitlement or privilege. It's just like, if you just don't, ah, eh, whatever, go too far from different, down different corridors and alleyways in my mind. All I'm trying to say is that, yeah, it's one thing to see a bunch of beautiful people is another thing to even for a second consider, you know, anything. I, I don't know. I can't get into my head long enough to just find someone attractive and be a guy. It's been a long time since I've been able to just be a, be a bro and be like, <laughs> look at the titties or whatever. I don't know. I find, uh, yeah, I find, I'm sorry, but I'm attracted to women. I, I am to, to lay, I'm not, I'm not interested in girls or chicks. I'm attracted to ladies. I'm attracted to women. I, uh, I like a conversation, a person who, who challenges me mentally. And that's not to say I'm a very smart guy. You guys have heard this podcast. I don't fucking know anything. But I'm just saying that if I, as a fucking moron, feel like I'm somehow <laughs> able to outthink you, you're out. You're out. Sorry. Consolation prize. Have a free pen from this company. Hit the fucking bricks. On that note, absolutely no one hit on me that I know I'm getting. <laughs> I don't know. It's like, yeah, it's nice being at colleges, but I got over that quick. So day went, day went quick, over with. Got back to Ottawa. Did I even do anything? I'm trying to remember if I had anything fun going on. Nah, I just back to Ottawa and uh, yeah, I think I may have visited the, my mom's dog again. Cute little dog. My mom's very, very happy with her dog. I'm going to go visit after the podcast this afternoon. Um, I don't know if you could tell too, I blew up my voice a little bit sneezing. Yesterday I sneezed hard from my allergies and fucking lost my voice and it's just slowly been coming back, which is great. But uh <laughs> excuse me i'm not sick either just got a fucking cough from the allergies you just systems try to kick shit out of it i'm oh, sorry for the horrible snorting one sec it's actually better earlier today it's not until i start recording sometimes i don't know if it's because i'm talking so i'm using my system so it starts to kick up and you know okay guys boss is around let's fucking start pretending we're working and cleaning this joint i don't know <laughs> i'm just incredibly unlucky one or the other 
But uh, Thursday, I uh, was doing another uh, university one. Luckily, this one was in my hometown of Ottawa, so I didn't have to drive all over the God's Green Earth. But I did have to be there stupid early to set up. And uh, in that one, uh, same story. Uh, supposed to meet one place of 500 fucking, I don't know the buildings or anything like that. So, um, I parked like one end of the campus. My meetup was the other end of the campus. I found like five different lots first. And of course, so here's the thing. My card still is damaged. Okay. But if you order a new card, I'm pretty sure they cancel your credit card right away. And then they send you the new one. So I'm like, well, I'm driving to different cities and paying. I can't have, I can't not have my credit card. I'm buying Airbnbs and stuff. So it's got to work out for me. You know, I can't, I can't cancel my card. So I'm going around, I'm trying to fucking find parking. And it's like, you know, again, I think one of them was like a 50, one of them was $88 for the day. Same story as before. I'm looking for a parking app that maybe I can use and I can pay with my credit card digitally, all sorts of bullshit. And then I finally park at the farthest lot on campus um decent price for the day whatever walk back find my person we drive somewhere else we're looking for the play like it's just a nightmare and then uh we finally find our setup spot we get set up and we kick my buddy uh justin i worked with him for the first time but he was absolutely fantastic great to work with all day great dude we had such a blast we were working for a banking company uh promoting student accounts so the other company i was promoting the student accounts for the online retailer this one was a bank uh, for students, amazing student rate. So again, if I have any listeners who happen to be students um, anywhere in Canada, um, I have some really cool promo codes and stuff like that for you if you're looking for some sick deals. Like the deals were great, but again, these companies, they're huge. They can afford to pay me. They want me to say their name, then, then you know, say it. Otherwise, you guys feel free to give me a little uh, little call uh, or email. You know what the email address is, contact at onemanpodcast.com. And um you know, I'll, I'll throw you some, some promo codes or point you in the direction of this company, uh, or companies that I'm talking about. Cause you guys are in a great way being students. You will get some amazing deals that I wish I could get. Truthfully, I wish I could get these deals. If I could, I would sign up for them in a heartbeat. Um, having said that bank one went well, again, Ottawa, U, day full of college kids. We went through prizing like crazy. We had this big Plinko board where we were giving away, uh, <coughs> prizes like we, like i'm up to my eyeballs and free gifts guys my my room has overflowed in the, in the five days that i worked with just free shit that i have hauled and brought home uh some of it which i will be paying forward to you guys um but yeah i um yeah of course the energy drinks too Whew, i didn't pay for these man i don't pay for poison mm. but i will tell you this they are keeping me awake through those those long days um, wasn't until I got to Montreal though. All right, continue with the stories. Hope some of this is interesting. So the uh, bank one went well, had good times, good setup, good teardown. Uh, we ran out of prizes. The bank actually sent one of their employees to the bank, grabbed a bunch of the free shit they had at the bank and brought it back. And we gave all that shit away. Um, and we were still done like way ahead of schedule in terms of like the pricing shit. So like we, we punched the balls off of that, uh, activation client was happy. Uh, bank was happy. Everybody's happy. So great time again, another long day on our feet, but we crushed it, made that money fucked off. Um, and then, uh, Friday rolls around. All right. And, uh, I tell you, I get home and I was so bushed on, uh, on Thursday that I was like, yeah, I can't, I can't pack and stuff. I think I did my laundry. So I have some clothes for the weekend and I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm just going to have to get up real early tomorrow morning and pack before I leave for Montreal. Luckily I didn't have to be into Montreal until nine 30 in the morning. And it's only like a two hour drive. <clears throat> so I was, I was prepping. I'm like, I'm going to get up at five 30 gives me an hour and a half to breakfast shower and pack and should be tons of time. It was great. Great drive. Um, you know, I, a lot of people don't like long drives. Two hours is fucking nothing for me now that I'm used to driving four or five, six hours, you know, between cities and shit like that. I, I drive all the time. I got, uh, I got all the creature comforts in the car now. So I'm able to, uh, to do that and be very happy. Well, we're only 23 minutes into this. It feels like I've been talking a lot longer. Maybe I'm just flying through time too fast because these monster drinks. Anyways, yeah, I can throw on a podcast, I can throw on uh, audio books or just listen to satellite radio and I'm, I'm happy as a clam. And I'll tell you with these days on your feet, more than happy to be sitting in the car driving. So <clears throat> the, uh, the weekend I was doing an event called dream hack 
working for a company at this place called DreamHack at the uh, old Olympic Stadium in Montreal. Excuse me. Super fun day. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Days. I had several fun days. And I'll tell you, when I first got, I didn't really know what to expect. Because I don't know if I've mentioned this to you guys before. A lot of times when I I take a gig for, for I don't know, secrecy purposes, or at least so like that's, you know, a lot of these events are like, they're special. They're, they're exciting. They're, you know, they're, they're big deals. But they're also like surprise events. So they can't tell us like four weeks in advance, like, hey, you're going to be doing an event for this company or whatever, because, you know, then, you know, a few hundred people see that when they post it and, you know, it takes away a little mystique. So what we get is like in a brief, we get a, an idea of what we might be doing, right? But in terms of what company we're repping or exactly what it is, we don't, we don't find out. Um, let me see if I can give you a little story here that's sort of, I'll, I'll tell you this. Sometimes, um, one company will hire another company to staff for them. That's, that's what the first company I started working for. They weren't actually a, a marketing company. They were a staffing company. So a different marketing company will have a client, but they might not be able to get enough people for it in time. So what they'll do is they'll go to the company that I started with and they'll say, Hey, we need some people. Can you get us this? Uh, you know, we need, we need five people for this day to come, to come do it and, and they'll get people. Um, so you start to learn that when you see a posting from this company, you start to learn what those people rep. Like, so some people will rep, you know, big, big retailers, or when I do stuff for the LCBO, like I know what company does that. So I, I know what it's going to be usually just based on the company, you know, but some of the companies the the gig sucks so bad that when I would see the name for that company, I would just stop, just not even apply. I go, I don't want to do that. It's, that's terrible. So I just wouldn't apply. And what my staffing company has done is they've started not telling you what company it's with and they start, you know, they, they change the description of the event. So I actually ended up working one for a company I really don't like, um, because they reworded it. And as soon as we got it, we got an email from them. I'm like, ah, fuck. I see the brand. I knew exactly what it was. And it was exactly what I don't like, uh, the grocery store ones, you know, standing there in a hairnet or whatever, but instead uh, well, you know, I'll give you a little more deets, I'll give you a little more deets guys. Hope this is mildly interesting is, um, I won't name the company. I'm not trying to shit on them. I'm sure they do other stuff, but like, let's say like I'm doing a, a, a gig for like a, a, a drink company. I'm, I'm making this up. I've never done Like, let's say I'm, I'm working for Coca-Cola whatever. You know, they'll say that like, Hey, what they, what they would do is like the post would be like, Hey, uh, big engagement this weekend at let's say blues fest for a major soda company. Right. And I don't know it's Coke. I just, it's a major soda company. And you're like, Oh, cool. You know, it's like blah, 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 blah. This dates. So they just basically tell you the times, what you're going to be expected to do. And that's it. Then usually a day or two before you'll get a training call or you'll get an email with all the training deck in it and letting us know what we're going to be doing, what product we're repping, all that stuff. So you're like, Oh, that was cool show up and you're handing out free samples of Coke. And you're like, okay, it's a great day. Everyone's having fun. It's great. Well, that's what it sounds like when you're showing up at these pop-up events. The grocery store one used to say, hey, looking for people to sample different products in grocery stores, blah, blah, blah. And then the day you get there, they tell you what you're doing. The first time I did one for this company, I did Folgers Coffee, the grocery store one. And I get there. This is back when I was shaving my head bald. And so I had absolutely no hair on my head. And they're like, they're like, you got to wear a hairnet. They're like, you also have to wear a hairnet over your beard and you have to do this and you have to, I was like, this is fucking humiliating. And then you're brewing coffee like all day. So I got a I'm standing in the middle of the grocery store, like in an aisle, right next to like the frozen bins there. And you got cords. You got to break the cords all up. Nice. You got to build tables and stands and everything like that. Then I'm like, I know it sounds easy. It is easy to brew coffee, but you also on this tiny little table have to have every kind of dairy. So we're talking cream, milk, skim milk, soy milk, lactose, free milk, uh, almond milk. Like, so there's all these things, but you can't just leave dairy products up. So I gotta have this bowl full of ice and then I have to have cups full of sugar packets. And, and, and again, this doesn't, I know what this sounds like to you guys where you're like, well, that's not a big fucking deal. Like this is, yeah, you're, you're sampling. Yes. But People are pigs. So when you have all these things, these are all things that when people go to pour a little thing and they're spilling it, like I don't have the little milk creamers. I've got a, a, a one liter thing of milk or a one liter thing of cream. So these little old ladies going to pick them up and they spill it all over the counter. But first they put their sugar in. 
So they spill the sugar all over the counter first, then they spill the milk and the cream all over the counter, which means I have to stop what I'm doing. I have to disassemble everything, pull it off the top so I can wipe down the top and then put everything back just so the next person who comes up can spill it all over again. You know, I mean, you're trying to find solutions and you can't just pour it into a smaller cup and be like, here's the milk and cream. Cause that's not sanitary. Like it, it's just humiliating. The money was garbage. And I'm like, fuck that. I'm like, I basically felt like I was one of those people in Costco where you're cooking and baking. And I'm like, I don't want to do that. I don't want to do that. I, I like the LCBO. I've got a bottle. I've got cups. I pour it into a cup. I put them out. It's nice and clean and I'm allowed to do the pouring right for the coffee ones. It's like them pouring their own shit. And just, it's not like, I don't know. It's just, you start giving people more options and they make bigger messes and stuff like that. I'm like, I, I don't like it. And, and I think the biggest thing was the, the hairnet that really bothered me. I'm like, I'm not a dirty person. I'm clean. When I'm in the LCBO, I'm clean cut. I'm clean shaven. You know, I'm, I'm presentable. I, I think that just a certain level of humiliation and you're standing in a grocery store versus, you know, I don't know. I, I really didn't like the grocery store ones. So I'm like, I'm not, I'm not, uh, not doing them anymore. I think the, the guy who I was working with convinced me the next week. He's like, if you could do just one more, it's, you know, we'd really love to have you. And I go, well, what are the products? Cause I don't want to be standing there, you know, cooking and brewing and I want something nice and easy, you know? And they, uh. I see the posting. One of them is for like veggie bites. I'm like veggie bites. That sounds amazing. Let's do the veggie bites. If I open it up, put it in a cup, there's a veggie bite. Try it out. I get there. It turns out these veggie bites are like processed vegetable patties that are like little tater tot coin kind of things. So now I'm there and I've got a skillet and I'm cooking these things in a fuck. Ah, oh, it was brutal. And they tasted disgusting. People didn't like them. Nobody bought them. I'm there with gloves and a, a hairnet and ah, oh, fuck. I hated it guys. So that was my point is I learned this company. I go, when I see their name, I don't fucking do it. All right. Fast forward, <coughs> fast forward to a few months ago, I see a posting in my company and it's like, Hey, uh, looking for uh, brand ambassadors, preferably males that never happens, but preferably males for a major candy company. And again, I'm thinking this is like, Hey, this is like every one of those other ones where it's like, you're doing, you're going to an event and you're repping a product, right? Nothing that doesn't say anything about a grocery store at all. Just repping a major candy company, blah, 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 blah. I'm like, okay, I can fucking handle that. That's great. I would love that. And it was like two, I think a two day event or something. Good hours. I was like, yeah, let's do it. I signed up for that. I got the gig. I'm like, fantastic. Fast forward to a day or two before the event, we get the email and there's that company name. I look and I go, great. They've, they're, we're not, this is just, instead of them saying, Hey, we're looking to people to sample things in grocery stores. It was, Oh, we're just, this is, you just snuck in the description. Now you're telling us what the products are and not telling us we're cooking them in a grocery store or whatever it was. So lucky for me, it was actually just candies and I would just put one in a cup and put it out. It was nice. It was easier. Still like standing around a grocery store wearing hairnets, but did it, uh, made the money. So I'm just telling, I, I guess all of this very long fucking roundabout story and I'm filling time too, <laughs> um, is to say that all I knew about dream hack headed to Montreal this week. All right. Was that it's a dream hack. It's a, a tech. We're doing a tech thing. You know, I got the email the night before, but I'll be honest with you guys. I was fucking wiped from the two previous days. I gave it a quick glance. I saw we were doing something computer games related and that's it. So DreamHack is this three-day event, big, uh, big computer gaming sort of festival thing. So I get there and the way my GPS took me in, it's at the Olympic stadium in Montreal and there are several entrances to this place. However, um, all of them, it, it seemed as I was driving past were, were all sh like closed for construction. So gates up, I'm, I'm going, how the fuck do I get in this place? Is this, am I even at the right place? Like shit. Finally managed to park, you know, find, find someone helps me out. I get underneath the place. I park, I buy my three day pass. So my parking is now done and, and over with for three days. And, uh, and start making my way into this place. I got to, got to sign up at the expo booth, get my, my expo pass, all that fun shit. And, um, and, and, you know, get it statted. So I walk into the place and it looks kind of interesting. I'm kind of trying to figure out where we're at and what's it going to look like inside and everything. And when I finally get through the doors, it's like in the main bowl. So it's like, it's like walking into a stadium. Uh, obviously it's Olympic stadium, duh, but I'm just saying it was bigger than I had anticipated. 
going through and it was just fucking lights and and things everywhere it was very very cool when i first got in and uh yeah i I go down to our booth and i was repping uh a big computer gaming company so apparently they're the biggest they're a huge computer company i say the name you go oh fuck yeah and it's their it's their gaming line so i was there for three days we had tons of stations it's the like i've done gaming stuff for for playstation and stuff before um i'll i'll give these guys a little shout out because they were good to me uh it's for hp hewlett packard omen is their name o-m-e-n is their gaming line and so we had a huge hp omen uh uh gaming station and i think we had probably one two three four five six seven eight nine ten like they gave 16 to 20 gaming stations uh at our at our booth everything from vr to like the fastest high-res uh monitors to uh fuck the fastest computers fastest gaming laptops like it was a it was a hell of a station and it was we were one of the platinum sponsors of the event so like i i, I think of all the footprints we had the biggest one then there was like tons of event stages so like big big areas seating areas where you could you could like i would say realistically have 150 people watching a stage that was set up with computers and then big screens so there was like starcraft stations uh rocket league stations fucking uh i don't know what what are some of the other big ones i wouldn't know i'm not a big gamer but like not the league of legends shit but there's a lot of the big games and they were talking several stages, not one stage that was sharing the different games, several stages all around the area. So I remember Starcraft and Rocket League. And then I think there was another one for, fuck, I wish the new, I knew the names of the games. If you said them to me, I'd go, oh yeah, those ones. But like, uh, what is it? Like like Fortnite and and all those other ones that people play. I'm trying to think of some of them. Counter-Strike, CSGO. Um, our our big uh, deal is that we had apparently like the five-time world champion of, of Counter-Strike at our booth doing meet and greets every day. Uh, she's from Montreal. Her name's Miss Harvey. I'd never, i never heard of her, but you know, I'm also not into the gaming stuff, but I saw people that I knew from Ottawa who came all the way to Montreal just to watch, you know, just to watch some of these, these tournaments, you know, um, there was tons of people all the place, tons of gaming expo, things like sales booths and other things like that. Um, my, my team was fantastic. Um, you know, I, I doubt they're listening because I didn't tell them about my podcast, but, um, you know, my, uh, my boss, Jesse, uh, my, my team lead, uh, Sean, uh, stellar dudes. We had a fucking blast working with each other all weekend. I worked with Will, uh, was fantastic. We had Paulo was fantastic. Um, we had this guy, Jean Sebastien, I was hired as a tech. So like if people had technical questions about like the specs of the stuff or whatever, um, pfft, I had no fucking idea. I had to read the decks for, for those sessions, but, but, uh, of all the texts that were there, um, John Sebastian was the only one who actually knew his shit. He was putting out fires for everybody all weekend long. Dude was fucking fantastic. He was amazing. I had a great time. Uh, then we had, uh, who else we have just to give, just in case any of these people are actually checking out the podcast. Then we had, uh, Leandra and Giuseppe. Uh, working with us as well. So it was kind of cool. Right, uh, right behind us, uh, Nintendo was doing a three day event, playing some new games that have not been released yet. Um, and I actually spoke, uh, one of the, uh, the, the top people there, the, the managers and, and field recruiters. <laughs> I just lose my voice again. Yeah, there you go. That's base there. That's you basically just heard live <clears throat> what's been happening with my voice. So I sneeze, and I lose my voice that's hilarious i did not pause and then come back you heard me sneeze and this is what it sounds like afterwards anything better nope all right on with the podcast unbelievable eh anything no maybe 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 we'll we'll work it better that's basically been my voice this week can you tell why i fucking hate allergy season so much i sound like super dave osborne um yeah, so that's, <clears throat> come on, come on. Let me see if I drink something, if it'll help. That or my vocal cords are just toast. Yeah, so whatever, this is what I sound like now. So one of the recruiters from Nintendo, I was chatting with them and they got an event coming up. Uh, not this weekend, next weekend. So I'm going to send them an email. They want to hire me for that in Ottawa. Yeah, 
Guys, how fucking pathetic is that? Hey, I sneeze and it, it's like a different person's talking now, but that's, that's been the shit I've been going through. So if you thought it was bad before, <clears throat> this is what it sounds like afterwards. It's like the shit comes up from my lungs and then sticks my vocal cords together. You know, like somebody throws a big blob of glue in a piano or something. Anyways, yeah, these stories might not be worth listening to with this voice. But that that's really funny to me that you got to hear it firsthand exactly what's been happening to me. So, yeah, my allergies are a fucking pain in the ass. And I only have all... <clears throat> God damn it. I feel like if I push like the coughing real hard, it's going to just make things worse. That's okay. I'm only doing shows every night from now until the end of the weekend. So, you know, it's the perfect time for this to happen. Um, <laughs> I just live a life of frustration, guys. That's how it works. So, um, yeah, um, the girls next to us. So that was Nintendo. Nintendo was doing, uh, Luigi's Mansion three and uh, a new link game, some other fucking thing. I don't know, but, uh, I hope to be working with them in a week or so. Um, what else? Yeah. Let's hear that voice. This is, this is a new one, guys. I gotta be honest. I can't say that I've ever heard these particular octaves. Usually it's more like rough or whatever, but I'm still deep. This is a, this is a high pitched one. Those are the only chords that are still free and moving guys. My feminine side of my throat. <laughs> one sec. Let's blow this voice. <laughs> oh, that was disgusting. That was gross. <clears throat> I'm hoping, oh, oh, a little, a little deeper, or is it, um, <clears throat> I wonder if it's bad to be talking with it right now, if I'm making it worse or better, doesn't matter, I got a goddamn commitment, all right, rain or shine, I am going to talk for an hour, for free, for all those people who love to not write in, I'm joking, um, fuck, I hope that was funny to you guys, it's, it's brutal, is fucking brutal. <coughs> if I needed to sound like a man right now, I couldn't. There's not a damn. That's the worst. It's just like, like like that feeling of trapped. You know when you're sick and you're congested and your nose is just stuffed and there's nothing you can do? And you're like, you know, if someone put duct tape over my mouth right now, I'd suffocate. Well, did you know that for starters, your system will just completely open itself up if you're not getting oxygen from your mouth? Like someone covered that up, you know, like your system would just go, we're not getting any oxygen. And it would just drop those mucus bubbles, whatever the fuck it's doing. So it's, it's just interesting when you stuff stuff them nose, you're like, okay, how do I do that? You're like, you cover your mouth, you end up passing out first, but it's just, uh, it's just interesting with my congestion, my, uh, my sleep apnea mask just covers my nose. So when I'm congested, it's like I stick the mask on. I'm like, well, I can't, but I can't fall asleep like this. I need to be breathing over the course of the night. So you almost want to stick it on and. It's not strong enough to blow. It's just gross shit. All right. I'm frustrated by my conditions right now. Um, my partners, my, uh, my neighbors beside us, we had an energy drink company next to us. I've already addressed that. I've got a bunch of stuff from them, but uh, big energy, energy company. And, uh, they were giving us, they were giving out everybody, uh, free energy drinks for three days straight. And I'll tell you this. Uh, when we first got there in the morning on uh, Friday, I'd already been two days working hard, not getting great amounts of sleep, getting up real early in the morning. So I was a little tired, you know, and the stress and anxiety of not knowing where I'm parking or not knowing where I'm going and what I'm supposed to be doing and all this stuff, you know, it takes a little bit of energy out of you. And, uh, I was like, yeah, I could use a pick me up. So these girls gave me one of the energy drinks right off the bat. Like came over and offered us. Yeah, sure. Thanks. Boom. Knocked that back. Cause again, with my aligners, I can't just not have them in all day while I drink, you know, fluorescent, uh, beverages. So I'm drinking, I knock that back, throw my aligners back in and, uh, and fuck did I ever feel, I've had energy drinks before where I feel like a kick for a few minutes, but holy shit. I felt like I was drinking jet fuel <clears throat> cause I was really buzzing. Like I was going, my energy was high and you know, every like hour I'd go over and get another one. I wasn't crashing. I was just like, fuck yeah. And free drinks. I'm like, yeah, free. So they were giving to me. I think the first day I must've had like five energy drinks. And I know it says right on the can. Don't have more than two a day. 
but I was like, <clears throat> I was buzzing guys to the point where at the end of the day, <clears throat> sorry, I feel like it's trying to clear itself out. And I'm, I'm so sorry. I have no idea what my voice sounds like on your ears. I can hear myself, but it never sounds the same on the final product. I just remember like the end of the day, I started to get a little dizzy and like, yeah, like I think I put my sugar through the fucking roof and, uh, yeah. So day two and three, I had like one or two over the entire course of the day. And I had like their, their like Gatorade line where it was more water. And then I had like coffee ones that were more milk juice as opposed to like the, the, you know, Coca-Cola bubbly soda pop sort of ones. But these girls were amazing. I would bring them some of our prizes and they were like, oh my God, you guys are so nice. Like nobody else ever gives us anything. We always give away free stuff. Then we go see them and they're always like, oh, you know, I'm not allowed to. So I was just like, yeah, just tell me what you want. I'll bring it over. So these girls were amazing. Every time, like it got to the point where they had given out so much product that they had to actually stop just doing it continuously and then just start giving it away at the top of the hour and then until they ran out to a certain amount, right? <coughs> so... Um, they got to a point where every hour when they would give it away, they would just come over and hand me like six drinks. And, uh, and I just started stashing them for my team. But then my team was like, now we're burnt out. So I remember at the end of the second day, the girls came over with like a full case of them for me. And they're like, here you go. And I'm like, oh, amazing. You guys are my angels. You're giving me, you know, you're gonna give me a heart attack and, and, you know, cancer, but you know, Hey, I appreciate it. It's free shit. Right. Um, I remember like the first day. When I had like the five drinks or whatever. So here's the thing. So when I got to Montreal, I didn't check in at my Airbnb because I didn't have time. Check-in was like after, I think, noon. And I'm like, yeah, I'm not done till like, you know, nine o'clock. So I contacted the person. I left. I remember I left uh, the, the venue, found the spot. She was waiting outside for me, which was amazing. Showed me where everything was, the keys, everything like that. I get inside. I drop my shit off. And then I take a piss. Not to be gross, but... I can't remember the last time my, my pee was that yellow. Like it flicked the bathroom light off and the toilet was glowing. You know what I mean? Like it, it was nuclear piss. Another reason why I'm like, yeah, I don't think tomorrow I'm going to drink this stuff. I don't think it should be this color or glowing. So I, uh, dropped my stuff off. I drove to, you know, my favorite place in Montreal. Schwartz's got my Montreal smoked meat, you know, platter, brought it back to my Airbnb crushed that. And, uh, I think I, I think I fell asleep to, uh, the big short the first night. Great movie. Great movie. All about the, uh, housing market collapse in the United States. If you haven't seen it, watch it. It's got Brad Pitt, Ryan Gosling, uh, Steve Carell. Uh, who else is in that fucking thing? Steve Carell, Ryan Gosling. Oh, uh, what's his face? Christian Bale. <clears throat> Don't come on my set and move lights. I'll kill you. Christian Bale. And it's funny too, because they made Christian Bale, uh, Brad Pitt and Ryan Gosling all look like fucking douchebags. It was like, they basically found like three pretty looking dudes and they gave them like haircuts and, and things like that. That just made them look unattractive, to be honest with you. So it was just, I remember, I, I just remember thinking that when I saw the movie, I'm like, why do they all look ugly? They found like the prettiest guys in Hollywood to all look ugly for some reason. But, uh, yeah, big, short, great movie. It's on Netflix. Watch it. Um, Yeah. And then, uh, back to it, you know, same thing on, uh, on Saturday, all day, every day, work with these great people. Um, there was another expo there that I got, I just want to talk about. They were really cool people. And, uh, I, I'm thinking uh, in the future, they, they love me. I love them. We, uh, we started talking about what they were up to and there's actually a company there. Their, their name is FX Esports. So esports being like electronic sports, like gaming, you know, competitive gaming, these guys are actually a group of, you know, they're, they're scientists, um, and they're nutritionists and they're, and they're personal trainers and they're athletes, real athletes. And they did studies and things like that, that prove that your physical state will, will play a direct impact on your gaming performance. So everything from, you know, posture to a little bit of exercise before. And so they had, they had bikes like, um, what the fuck do you call them? Like uh, training bikes. <coughs> Why can't I think of what these are called? stationary bikes you know the ones like exercise bikes and uh sorry guys like you have no idea how hard i am pushing from my diaphragm to get air out to speak right now like it's rough <coughs> if these guys could find a way to make it better for your vocal cords i'd be all in 
but they were saying how like, yeah, people who do like, you know, nutrition and body physics and everything like that make a difference, you know, on your mental state as well. It makes a difference for how well you're doing, you know, on, you know, make a difference on games. So they were having people like jump on the bike for like, you know, some time, you know, five minutes, whatever. And then they were going off to play their games and then people were coming back and be like, holy shit. Like I actually noticed a difference in my gaming after doing that exercise and stuff. So I thought it was really cool because I said, well, if, if it translates to people who are just sitting in front of a computer, I go, you guys don't have to isolate yourselves to people who are just playing games. I'm like, there's lots of people who write for a living or do graphic design and stuff. So if, if you're more alert and things like that because of health and nutrition and stuff like that, like guys like me who are in front of the computer a lot, like, you know, I don't like staring at a computer passing out. And at the same time, if I'm trying to do something like write or something <clears throat> where I need my creative, create, I was going to say creativity sensors, where I need my creative centers firing properly. I'm like, you guys don't have to, you know, you don't have to fall into that one niche category. You should be reaching out to people who work, you know, in front of computers and writing and say, Hey, like if you're stuck in front of a computer, be your best, do your best, feel your best, blah, blah, blah. So FX Esports is the name of the company. I'm going to be chatting with them in the future. I'd like to know more, uh, about them. And, uh, they were, they were amazing. They were the most kind, gracious people that I'd met the entire time there. So, uh, I wish them all the best and I look forward to, to chatting with them in the future. <clears throat> all in all guys, I'll, uh, I'll leave that story to shorten just because of the fact that I, I just, yeah, I, I had fun. I'll tell you guys more, all sorts of events, <clears throat> free stuff. I had a great time. Thank you to the angels at the energy drink company. Thank you to the, uh, you know, the great people at FXC sports. Thank you to the people at Nintendo for considering me for future shit. Be fantastic. Um, and then of course, uh, I got back and I bought a, uh, I bought the last bottle of Lefroy triple wood in Ontario. Great scotch from Scotland, the Isla area. It's a nice, uh, PD smoky scotch that actually one of the barrels they finish it in is uh Oloroso sherry. So a nice sherry finish to us. PD scotch would be amazing. I'm really looking forward to that. <clears throat> I'm really looking forward to my voice coming back, to be honest with you. Uh, one thing before I move on to the, uh, the next section. Um, yeah, I, I watched some, some movies. I was telling you guys, I watched, it's funny. I watched the big short. I watched the, Blade Runner 2049 again. So it's almost like I did like two Ryan Gosling movies, which I did. Um, you know, I didn't like it as much the second time as I did the first. And even the first time I was kind of like, oh, okay, some questions that not even answered. I don't know about you guys. I've talked about this before where if you watch a movie and then you have to Google it afterwards and read the synopsis for it to make sense, it's like, ah, it probably isn't that fantastic. You know, just because you're like a movie should be self-contained. I'm not saying don't make me, don't spoon feed me everything, but it shouldn't be so obscure that I don't know what the fuck is going on. <clears throat> there was a, there was a big issue I had with Blade Runner is that there was like a part in it where it's like, Oh, there's two of something. And then it never talks about the second one. So I, I had to Google it. I'm like, well, what happened to the second? And nobody addressed it. I'm like, am I the only person who saw that said, Oh, there's two where the fuck is that other one? Unless it's something I misunderstood. And in which case I'm the only one who misunderstood it. Uh, so I'm just a fucking idiot, but I don't care. Either way, didn't make for an enjoyable, you got to make it idiot proof for me, I guess. Either way, um, I watched also, uh, the boys. I finished that show, the boys, Amazon prime, uh, original, whatever the boys. Good flick. What if superheroes were owned by corporations? What would they be like? Great show. Great stuff. Last, uh, last episode of season one, obviously it ends with like a setup for season two, as all shows do nowadays. Um, I would imagine with its popularity, they're going to get a second season, but some of the things I loved about the first season, they, it, it, you know, it tapered off really quick. So I watched like four of them before I left and then the other four when I got back. So hippity skippity. Um, yeah, let's just leave it at that. All right. Check out the boys on Amazon prime. If you have it, great show. Check out the big short. That was the, the best thing I watched all week. I've already, I saw it in theaters, but it was, it was good to watch again when I could rewind and, you know, they're throwing a lot of financial terms at you. So you're like, all right, well, I'd like to be able to go back and, and see what that was a second time, please. <clears throat> so that was good. All right. Time for the partners, everybody. My iPad's been over here. Tray charging. I was going to say training. My iPad's been over here charging and I need it for my little sound effects, guys. I almost sound as bad off. I was going to say I sound almost better off mic as I do on mic. Oh, guys, everything sucks. Am I right? <laughs> Sorry. Let me get this podcast over with so I can get on with my goddamn life. 
Excuse me. Sorry, guys. I, I wasn't sick. I was fine before. All I need is one big sneeze, and I'm fucked. Doodly-doo. Squeep. Ba-da-be-doo-be-dee-be-doo. Who is it time for? You guys know who it's time for. My partners at PortablePress.com. Uncle John's Batroom Rita. And since we were talking uh, electronics and computers and things like that, I figured why not take another page out of Uncle John's Robotica. Mechanical marvels and mind-melting machines of the past, present, and future. And for articles, not throwing up, I'm just going, it's horrible. What should I pick? Mm, Anything that I haven't done before? Anything interesting? I don't know, guys. It's really hard to find stuff sometimes. Oh, what is this? There's another beast one. I'm just going to pull one at random. Sometimes I look at ones and I go, why the fuck did I flag that one in the book? Junk in the trunk. Does that sound interesting to you? Moonraker 2.0. Yellow submarine. I'm just going to find one that sounds like maybe it has to do with what I did this weekend. That's what I try to do. More bot thoughts. Mm. Well, I guess it's a second part. What do we got here, everybody? The robot that poops. Let me see. Is there more than one page that? Nope. There we go, guys. The robot that poops. That's the one I'm going with. robots now have abilities that were once unthinkable. They can run, dance, swim, and soar through the air. But doing all these advanced movements expends a tremendous amount of, expends, sorry, a tremendous amount of energy. Scientists at the Bristol Robotics Laboratory in the UK have thusly built EcoBot 3, a robot that sustains itself by finding and eating biofuel. EcoBot 1 and 2 were designed with microbial, microbial, I was going to say microbial. Well, microbial is is the right inflection. Fuel cells that extracted energy from dead leaves or soil. But EcoBot 3 was built with the ability to digest and excrete its used fuel just like humans. The EcoBot 3 takes in energy and dumps out whatever waste remains. But unlike humans, the EcoBot 3 also eats just about any organic carbon-based item on Earth. Dead insects, rotting plants, and even human waste, solid and liquid. There you go, guys robot the robot that poops that's simple for you from my partners at uncle john's bathroom reader or sportablepress.com yeah and uh so yeah that's that's what i got going on guys uh in terms of this week's well i do have my sponsors at absolute comedy right there's a great show this week. My buddy Andrew Ivamy is in, who I was working with in Toronto a few weeks back. So uh, there's great shows at all Absolute Comedy locations, Ottawa, Toronto, and Kingston. Check out absolutecomedy.ca. Absolute Comedy is the best live stand-up comedy from across North America with locations in Kingston, Toronto, and Ottawa, Ontario. These comedians have been featured on Just for Laughs, Netflix, Comedy Central, CBC's The Debaters, Jimmy Kimmel Live, Conan, The Comedy Network, and much, much more. Go to absolutecomedy.ca to see this week's lineup. Planning a night out is easy with dinner and show packages available at all locations. Live comedy is a great choice if you're organizing a celebration, fundraiser, company outing, or corporate event. Want the show brought to you? They'll send comedians to your venue with performances tailored to your event, creating a night of laughs your guests will love and won't soon forget. So for showtimes, ticket prices, gift certificates, special shows, and more, head to absolutecomedy.ca. Again, that's absolutecomedy.ca for the best live stand-up comedy from across North America. (coughs) Oh, and we're back. I loved sitting here listening to what I used to sound like. Oh, memories. Yahoo! I wonder if Super Dave Osborne, you know, hey, Fuji, Fuji. I wonder if he... He used to have a regular voice, and one day he just got really bad allergies, sneezed the wrong way, and he's like, yeah, and that's how I sound for the rest of my life. Um, my partners at DK, Dorling Kindersley, I love them so much, uh, but I have not got a book right now for them. I'm actually going to, I'm waiting on a new shipment, so um, what I have as an apology to you guys is uh, I got some scene points I'm going to be giving away. Yeah, 500 scene points. So in exchange for an email from you guys, contact at onemanpodcast.com. Send me a story. Send me a, a little thing that you're bitching about. Send me something you're working towards as a goal. Send me a funny little story. I don't care. Send me something that we can talk about, guys, and I will reward you with 500 scene points. I've got, uh, let's see, I've got three I can give away. All right? Three. So that means that uh, 
it's a good chance that you'll get some, a good chance. So I want to get your guys' emails. Um, maybe I'll give them all away on this next episode or maybe, uh, you know, subsequent episodes. But you send me a story, I will send you the uh, the little code for some scene points. Of course, that only works, I think, for people in Canada. Because <clears throat> scene is only available in Canada, if I'm not mistaken. But uh, yeah, so get a hold of me, people. And I'll get you some scene points. Um, and uh, having said that, guys, all I got going on this week is uh, I got some fun things going on this week. I will be at Yuck Yucks in Ottawa, just doing some opening guest spots. Uh, it's Yuck Yucks on Elgin. So check out, uh, I think, yuckyucks.com and, uh, or .ca and you'll see, uh, you'll see the show times and things like that. Um, I'm going to be doing a podcast with Yuck Yucks uh, Ottawa owner, Howard Wagman. Uh, Howard has been a part of the comedy scene for a very long time. He has been a part of developing some of some of the biggest names to ever come from Ottawa, uh, guys like John Doerr, Jeremy Hotz, Norm McDonald, Mike McDonald. I'm really looking forward to, uh, to my podcast with Howard and I will make that available for you guys on Friday morning. As always. Also, my buddy, Andrew, I me is in, I'm going to be doing the podcast with Andrew on Friday, at least if everything stays according to plan. And then I'll have that available for you guys next week. So Howard Wagman podcast recording tomorrow available on Friday. Um, I will be at yuck yucks all weekend on Saturday. I'm doing a BA event rain or shine. So, uh, you know, I'll have a, it won't be as crazy a week, but I will have a long day on Saturday, uh, working during the day and then doing a show at a couple shows, I think at night. And, uh, and that's my weekend guys. So, um, I hope to have some fun stories for you. It is my first time at yuck yucks in a long time. I haven't performed there in a very, very long time. So, uh, yeah, if you're in the, you know, the downtown Ottawa area, come check me out at yuck yucks and, uh, and thanks for listening. Right guys. I hope that my voice is back to normal. I hope all the fucking ragweed is dead. And, uh, yeah, that's, that's all I got guys. Have a great week. Send me those emails. I got some, some tickets and, or tickets. I got some prizes for you. Some scene points, fun things like that. I look forward to know how you guys are are doing in the dog days of summer. Summer is still alive and well until the end of the month. Don't be fooled. So, uh, yeah, let me know how life's going with you guys. And uh, I've been too busy to be depressed lately, okay? Too busy. Feeling depressed, and then you find out you can sneeze and lose your voice. Ah, there's there's bigger fish to fry, but I am, uh, I'm doing good. I'm feeling good, guys. Could be the energy drinks. Could be the... <laughs> could be the allergies, could be the allergy meds. Who knows? Guys, have a great week. I will talk to you soon. Where you going? Where you Atlanta, big city, bright lights, mixing hoodie with the Sprite while I'm drinking and driving. No police lights, no police sirens. I'm headed to the club, looking for a freak. Spread a little love and spread a couple cheeks. Pull up to the spot, 26 is like, bam. Eyes on me like, bitch, do you see him? Stroll through the front door, headed to the bill bill. Bought a couple bottles and I took a couple sips. Scoping out the room and what do I see? A nice round butt and a pair of double D's. So I crept up like started was Dress and I love it with a passion. Then she turned around and her face was aight. She had a gap tooth and a mean overbite. But I was like, She started looking better every side of Patron, yep. I jumped up with a devilish grin, cause tonight, damn right, I might do it again. So I called up the homies. Let's ride, we can hit the sports bar over on the south side. Get a couple of Coronas, couple of limes. Yep. Went up to the bar and saw a couple of dimes. So I slowly walked up and said, huh, my name's Ludacris and I'm a hell of a guy. One said, I know who you are, I'm your number one fan. And right now it's too bad, I got a man and I said, I understand. But where the hell is he at? Cause in a minute, if he don't show up, then man.